32GI. Leading sports nutrition provider. Focused on health and performance. 32GI. Trusted sports nutrition advisors. You're listening to 32GI Sports Nutrition. I'm Mr. Active David Katz. And uh, last week on the podcast, we had a great nutritional guide that I did with Mark Wolf in uh, the build-up to one of South Africa's big three cycle races here. We had one last week as well, the Amashova down in Durban. But uh, the 94 or the 947 Cycle Challenge, now called the Telcom 947 Cycle Challenge, taking place on the 20th of November in and around Johannesburg. It really is a fantastic race and it's a great pleasure now to welcome a man onto the podcast who will be out there. He'll be racing with the elites and it's uh, Kai Pritzen. Kai, thanks for joining us on the podcast today. Thanks, Dave. Thanks for having me. Now, Kai, first of all, I know you're part of the team Karen Beath uh, Anyways set up, uh, your first full sort of season with them. How have you found being part of the team and, and the structures around uh, what they put out there? I think it's a, it's a really cool team. Like, I feel very honored to ride for them. Um, we are very privi- privileged to have some cool sponsors on board, like 30GGR. Um, they give us some really, really good um, supplements, which really benefits us for the racing. Um, also, not just why we are racing um, off the bike as well. Like, for instance, we use the, um, the True Mag magnesium tablets, which really help for... Um, to get your magnesium up so you don't cramp and stuff like that while you're riding. We also use the 32GI recovery, which is very important for after, for after you're riding. They say 45 minutes after a ride, you should be taking in a recovery, a form of protein, so that your muscles recover properly. And um, Because otherwise, if you don't take a, a recovery shake, your body actually starts eating muscle instead of recovering the body from a, from a hard training session. Now, Kai, very important point you make there, and it's up to 45 minutes. You can eat uh, way before that if you can, but at least within those 45 minutes, a great bit of advice there. You need to eat something uh, after your event. We have done a few podcasts on recovery as well. I'll put a link up to that. But getting back to our conversation, Kai, you're 25 now. Uh, have you been cycling all your life? I believe you have a bit of a, a motocross background. I know Matty Beers, the South African mountain biker, same sort of thing. Is that a sort of a trend for motocross guys to move over to cycling? Um, it looks like it. I have a lot of motocross friends who, who are starting to, to do the whole cycling thing now. Um, maybe it's like a bit of a retirement for us ex-motocross guys, I'm not too sure. Um, but uh, I, I definitely feel the motocross has helped to the, the cycling quite a bit. Like it's, it's taught us how to suffer, if you know what I mean. Um, it's, like it's made you a harder person, the motocross. And in, in cycling, you need to suffer. So the more you can suffer, the better it is for your, for your racing. Like they say in cycling, it's not always used the strongest rider, but it's the one you can suffer the most. So I definitely feel that the, um, the, the motocross has helped us with that. Um, I've, been ride, I've been cycling for about two and a half years, and I've been cycling competitively for two years now where I've been racing elite. Um, I stopped motocross in 2010. I raced motocross for 11 years of my life. So it was a big part of my life, so it wasn't easy to just stop racing motocross and then get into cycling but I did cycling to benefit my motocross and then I really enjoyed the cycling so I carried on with that so that kind of gives me my, gives me my fix now for motocross. 
And in all honesty, you can't break many more bones in cycling than you, I presume you did in motocross. Looking at sort of cycling, of course, we have sprinters, we have guys who tend to be better climbers, but you, you're a bit of an all-rounder, a jack of all trades, aren't you? Yeah, my, my build doesn't allow me to be a, a pure climber and it doesn't really allow me to be a, a, a sprinter. I don't have the, the, the biggest legs around, but um, so my, my build really does help me more for the, for the classics instead of the tours or um, so I'm more of like a, a race where I could get into the breakaway would suit me the best where I don't have to sprint for a finish if you, if you know what I mean very much so and talking about that the Tonkel 947 cycle challenge taking place about a month from now on the 20th of November this is one of South Africa's classics it's got some hills it becomes quite a punchy race as a team what, what's your sort of strategy going in there and personally are you allowed a bit of freedom to have a go yourself yeah closer to the race we'll, we'll decide what the team tactics are but the, the, the main tactics are always to to cover the main opponent so previous winners you'll always want to try and mark those guys and if any of the big riders do get into a breakaway, you, you would want to send some of the, the team guys up, up the road together with them. You don't want to let them go and all the team guys are sitting in the bunch because to bring those guys back is not an easy job. And then if another team has a guy in the break, those teams won't help you chase either. And if you four guys trying to chase a breakaway of 10 where there's proper riders in there, there's no way you're going to bring them back. Now, looking at a race day for something like the 947, of course, for the bulk of the field, it doesn't really apply because they're not going to be doing it anywhere near as quick as uh, yourselves, as the elites and, and the sort of vets and the groups that go off after you. But uh, for the guys who do go a little bit faster, what, uh, just give us an idea of how you would feel yourself from the morning and through the race at something like the 947. Well, generally the morning before a race, I try to eat um, a slice of toast with peanut butter on. The, the, the white bread or a white bread toast. So the white bread burns quick in your stomach so it doesn't lay there and the peanut butter gives you that, that bit of energy like it's got that the, the, the nuts and whatnot in it. And then um, before my race I usually drink about half a litre of water or juice or something just to um, hydrate the body a little bit. And then I race with the 32 GI raspberry race mix which really works well for me and it also tastes really great. It tastes really refreshing. Um, and then I also take some some of the gels. Maybe like we take every forty five minutes. Try to take one gel just for the like an extra little boost and some some um, carbs and what, some extra carbs. And then what I also find what really helps for me is uh, bananas. Bananas really really help. If I feel a cramp coming along, I just eat a banana and it's like the cramp just disappears. And also it's a nice um, it gives me it gives me energy. And at the same point, I mean, when you're going that fast, theoretically, you can survive just on a liquid diet, but we don't live on liquid diets. So to have that little break to have something solid also must be good um, sort of for your eating morale. It is nice to eat a banana also because it's easy to, to get it down. It's, it's not hard to chew on. And also just eating, like you would be able to get away with just drinking and taking your jowls throughout the race, but just... Eating a banana, is, it helps you mentally just to get through the race as well. Just telling your brain you are fueling it so it, it can produce more power for your legs if you need it.
Now, Kai, one of the things that people always say is one of the biggest benefits of being elite or a professional cyclist is the amount of food you can eat because of the calories that you need to sort of put back in that you're losing when you are training. But at the same time, yes, you guys can eat a lot more and you tend to eat a lot more carbohydrates because that is what you need. But you still need to watch what you're eating in a way. Do you, are there a few things that you sort of try to avoid in particular? Yeah, it's, it's funny that you say that. Like All my friends always say to me, how do you eat so much and stay so skinny? And then I always say to them, I need to lose weight. And they say, where, where are you going to lose weight? But we always try to stay as light as possible because it makes, it makes our climbing easier. Because cycling is all about what's per kilogram. I try to avoid um, carbohydrates on my, on my rest days if I'm not riding. If I'm on the bike, then I consume carbohydrates. And also what I try to avoid or cut down a lot is on sugar. Sugar is very, very bad for you. And then also what, what I believe is um, two days before a race, I don't eat any red meat at all because it, I feel like it, well, I believe that it makes me lethargic. And also red meat can take up to two days to be digested by the stomach. So it's unnecessary weight just laying in your stomach instead of it being um, broken down into energy. Looking at uh, something similar like caffeine, the effects of caffeine, you know, better if you almost fast off it for a few days before an event. Do you do that and then rely on, on caffeine during the events for a bit of a kick? Maybe use some of the G-shots? Yes, I, I don't really use much caffeine because I'm not a big coffee drinker anyway. So I don't, I don't, take it, I don't consume coffee if I'm not on the bike. But if I'm on the bike and I do take a gel, I, de- I tend to take a gel that has caffeine just to... Um, the caffeine definitely um, boosts my mind. If you like, it gives my brain, it wakes my brain up for racing. Now, Kaya, looking at the rest of your career, one great thing about cycling is it's uh, you can have a bit more longevity than a lot of sports. I mean, we saw Amber Eben at the in the women's time trial at World Championships. I think she's forty-one now. Uh, went and won the gold. So age is kind of on your side. You could be cycling professionally for another 15 years. But what is the goal for you? And there is a sort of just to add on there in South Africa, often sadly road cyclists, because of the, the money now involved in mountain biking, uh, move over to mountain biking. I know you dabble a bit in that, but is your ultimate goal to stay on the road, maybe get to Europe or at some point to switch possibly to mountain biking? I think everyone's goal is to, to race professionally in Europe. Um, but for now, my, my goal is definitely just to, to, just to have fun on my bicycle. And then results just come, come, come just from having fun on my bike. I just love riding my bicycle and then results come alone. But um, I do quite a bit of mountain biking as well. I live on my road bike though for most of my training, but then I do a lot of races on the mountain bike, if you know what I mean. So if I, I definitely need to start training on the mountain bike to get my single track skills up and all... Also, there's this new thing now, they, they're racing XCO. I don't know if you've heard of XCO, um, where, where there's a lot of skill, skill involved. You can't just go and race the XCO just because you have strong legs. You really need the skills for that. And XCO is definitely going to take off one of these days because um, it's just so spectator-based. Because you're racing laps, the, the people can actually see you like five times in a race where you're in a mountain bike race, you disappear into the bushes and they see you two hours later on the finish. So XCO is definitely going to grow. So I definitely would like to up my skills a bit so that I could be competitive on the XCOs as well. 
Well, that's how we're going to leave it for today. Thank you very much, Kai, for joining us on 32GI Sports Nutrition. Do follow him at uh, the Telcom 947 Cycle Challenge. The whole uh, team, Karen Beef, uh, Henaways, uh, they will be there. And uh, it's going to be an exciting race. But uh, from myself, Mr. Active, David Katz, I'll catch up with you again on the next edition of the podcast. 32GI. Leading sports nutrition provider. Focused on health and performance. 32GI. Trusted sports nutrition advisors.